Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. I want you to turn with me to Genesis, the 11th chapter. We're going to start at the first verse, and it says this. At one time, all the people of the world spoke in the same language. Somebody say the same language. And used the same words. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and sailed and settled there. Then they began to say to each other, why y'all? Because they spoke the same language and they used the same words. I want y'all to pay strict attention to that. They spoke the same language and they used the same words. See, we all speak uh, English in here, right? But do we always speak the same language? Do we always talk the same talk? See, there's a difference between we have the ability to talk the same and talking the same. And, and, and then the word goes and says, so they began to say to each other, let's, let's make bricks and harden them with fire. And in this region, the bricks, uh, uh, in, in this region, bricks were used instead of stone and tar was used instead of mortar. And they said, come let us build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky or heaven. This will make us famous or like God and will keep us from being scattered all over the world. Y'all see what happens when we can get on one accord? That these are people at the beginning of civilization, but all of a sudden they started getting together and ingenuity started popping off. Like when we get on, the, when we get to talking the same thing, and we get the same, not only the same language, but we're speaking the same dialect. We're speaking with the same understanding. We're speaking with the same direction and the same focus. Do you see what can happen? This was before Jesus Christ. This was before the Holy Spirit was in the world. But yet still, the God-like ability in us, because y'all do know we're made after his image and in his likeness. And it just, it's just a matter of us getting together and speaking and talking the same thing and going the same direction. Look at the power of men, but look at God's response. But the, but the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower that the people were building. Look, he said, the people are united. And they all speak the same language. After this, he said, after they accomplished this thing, y'all, look at this. Nothing that they set out to do will be impossible. This is God's declaration. This ain't, this ain't just a man that's, that's, that's ascertaining this. This is God Jehovah himself. He said, if I let them accomplish this, they're going to get it in their mind that nothing is impossible. Look at this, y'all. He said, come, let us go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. In that way, by doing this, the Lord scattered them all over the world and they stopped building the city. 
This is why the city is called Babel. Y'all know when Babel, people talking Babel, you can't get, that's why they already call this, the city is in Babylon, but this particular city is called Babel because God confused their language to where they couldn't understand each other. Therefore, it broke their oneness. Oh. You can have oneness without God. See, the Babylonian system is I can build my way to success. I can build my way to prosperity. I can build my way to self-sufficiency. I can get my, I can get what I want to, but I'm trusting in my humanistic ability. And God said, no, I'm going to make it so you're always going to have to need me. Now, this is where people usually stop, but I want to flip it on its head. The reason God had to intervene is because I hadn't sent Jesus back yet. I haven't sent, I haven't, I haven't sent the Holy Spirit in the earth realm to regulate this God-like ability. So I got to confuse, I've got to confuse their minds and their language, or they're gonna think they're equal to me. They're gonna have a Luciferian spirit that said, and there's no need to me submit to God because I can be like him. Even though we have a little bit of God in us and we are made after his image, we're never gonna be greater than the source. So you're always going to need me. I'm God. Above me, there is no other. He is the most high. We're seated with him in heavenly places, but he is the most high. Somebody say the most. No one can overthrow him. Nobody can undercut him. Nobody can unseed him. He is Jehovah God. He is the most high. What he says happens. And so I, I want to flip it on its head. And the key today, somebody stick your key in the atmosphere. The key today is the key of agreement. Tell somebody beside and say agree. Some would say that God was against humanity in this moment. But what God was really doing, he was validating agreement. He said, look at my children. Oh, these jokers don't even have the Holy Spirit yet. And they grabbed hold to the principle that when we get together and we're, and we're pulling the same direction, we're talking the same talk, we're walking the same walk, we're, we're, we're not bickering, I ain't jealous of the part you play. You may mix the mortar, I may make the bricks, I may be the one laying the bricks, but as long as we're winning as a team, they're getting it, and they don't even have the Holy Spirit yet. Isn't it, isn't it funny sometimes that we can look and the world can get together better than the church? Then if they want to do some devilment, like I said, you get the top paper, you get the weed, you get the liquor, and you get the red solo cups. <laughs> Y'all didn't think Pastor knew all that, did you? Huh? And we bring it all together and we'll have a good time. By myself, I ain't got the money to do it all, but I can bring my little bit. We can learn a lot from the world about how to be in agreement. Somebody say agreement, you may be seated. But real quick, I wanna talk about the key of agreement. Somebody shout agreement in the atmosphere. Tell somebody, tell, tell somebody, I agree with you. That's what the Lord wants. 
He wants us to agree. And Jesus was, uh, he was actually validating the principle of agreement. He said that if I let them get a taste of success with agreement without me, they'll never need me. Look how strong agreement was. We know now through space exploration that man can only survive so high in the atmosphere. Once he gets so high, I get a couple hundred feet, the air gets thin. But God said, these people got so much of me in them, they'll be able to build a tower up to heaven. So I got to confuse their language so that I could somehow have to break up their agreement. And so many times we're thinking that it's the devil breaking things up. But many times it's God keeping us from our own destructive ways. That there was a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it's destruction to it. Can somebody wave your hand and say, thank you, Lord, for disrupting my plans? Matthew 18 and 19 says this. He said, again, I say to you, if any two of you touch, touch somebody and agree on earth about anything. Anybody believe God's word? See, that's our problem. I tell you, we don't believe God's word. God said, if any of you touch and agree concerning anything that they may ask, it, somebody say it. God purposely left that thing ambiguous. It shall be done for them by my Father, which is in heaven. Ask, ask your neighbor, do you believe the word? Come on, ask him. Come on, don't be scared. They ain't going to bite you in, in your nose. Tell them, ask him, do you believe, in, do you believe God's word? So we say, well then, touch and agree with me. That's a principle. That's what God said. That's not what Pastor Tony said. That's not what TDJ said. That's not what your favorite preacher said. That's what God's word said. And if you touch and agree concerning anything, it shall be done. But how many know the devil is a counterfeiter? He knows the principle of touching and agreeing. Therefore, if you touch and agree concerning anything outside of God's name, you give the devil legal right to get involved and to wreak havoc in your life. Girl, things ain't gonna never turn out right for me. Yeah, girl, I know how I feel. Same thing in my life. Y'all have legally opened the door and said, devil, come on in. Girl, this pain just keep me up. This thing, this thing like to kill me. Girl, me too. You have just touched and agreed. And we wonder why we have so much hell and so much turmoil in our lives. Because we are violating principle. And we want to bind the devil. So you can't bind me out. You invited me in. Come on, y'all. Tell somebody, you must agree. But you must agree in the right thing. We're talking about the power of agreement. God honors agreement. Those that are note-taking, and I wish everybody would. God honors agreement. 
and the devil is terrified of it. I want you to understand. Tell somebody, God honors agreement. And the devil is terrified of it. If you turn with me to Acts the second chapter, and we just had Pentecost Sunday, what, two weeks ago? Everybody gets excited about it. And those that, 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 that believe in the Pentecostal experience, we think there is something magical about that day. And it's not. It's where we are, we are hyperly aware of the Holy Spirit's arrival. And so we treat it like a holiday. But the fact of the matter is, it was God's approval of agreement. It was God's sanctioning. I want you to listen very closely. It was God's sanctioning. He said, this is the one day that humanity is so much in alignment with what my son Jesus came to do that I'm going to birth something new in the earth. And on that day, the church, the modern day church was birthed into the earth realm because humanity had reached a tipping point. I want you to listen to me very closely. It had reached its maximum capacity where humanity had came in total alignment with heaven. This is what the word says. Let's read the scripture. It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Somebody say fully come. Meaning it had been coming all along. Meaning it had been growing. Just, just, just like a woman in labor. Meaning that, you know, the, a woman is, is, is pregnant for thir like 37 weeks or 9 months, 10 months in my case. But th there is a steady and, 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 and there is a fullness. And as the mother gets closer and closer to the end of gestation, there is a fullness that comes that affects the way that the woman walks. Sometimes her voice gets deeper. Sometimes her skin gets dark around her neck. Sometimes her nose gets good and wide and broad. Y'all remember that, don't you, ladies? It is. Then it starts interrupting your, your, your sleep cycles and all those things. Tell somebody when it was fully come. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. That means when we had fulfilled as humanity the mandate of getting in oneness. It had reached its maximum. This is what happened when the, when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Said so they were all in one place and on one accord. That tells us that we can be in one place. We can be under the same roof. We can be in the same family. We can be in the same church. We can be on the same row. We can be in the same cluster group, but we cannot be on one accord. That means we cannot be in agreement. Somebody say agreement. Right now, Brother Marcus is playing series, a chord is a musical term. One note by itself is just a note. But if I put two notes together, it becomes a chord. Meaning two things that can operate independently, they join together and make something beautiful. It makes something that is creative. Somebody say chord. God said, as wonderful as you are, as anointed as you are, as, a, as much as you can do for the kingdom of God, you can do, one can taste a thousand, 
but look at but look at this multiplication. You would think based on re, a regular arithmetic that two two should be able to chase ten thousand. But he said, when I put my thousand, my ability of a thousand together with your thousand, now all of a sudden, but two can chase ten thousand. That is exponential impact that only the kingdom of God can breathe in. Tell somebody agreement. Agreement, agreement. Tell somebody agree with me. Agree with me. The yes, you are anointed. I don't doubt that. Yes, you are called from your mother's womb. I don't doubt any of that. But you can do more together in agreement than you ever could by yourself. Jesus sent his disciples out two by two. He didn't send nobody out on any long ranges. As long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. That's a lie. It sounds good and religious, but that's what the devil wants. He wants you isolated. And God said, if you simply come into agreement, touch somebody and tell them agree with me. And we're going to make some declarations of agreement before we leave. Matthew 18 and 18 says this. Truly I say unto you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. God said, I'm ready to bind some things. I'm ready to lose some things. But I gave you responsibility. I gave you the keys. When I, give, when I gave you the keys, that means you're responsible for it. That you have the ability to unlock my, my you have the ability to unlock, unlock my binding power and my loosing power. Tell somebody, use your keys. He said, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth asking anything, it will be done by them by the Father which is in heaven. For where there are two or three gathered in my name, there I will be among them. A lot of times people say that, but don't nobody show up to service. God I say for two. No, no, no. That is a principle. Well, two or three of us get together and we're pulling the same way and we're believing the same thing and we're declaring the same thing. It's my people, which are called by my name, but humble themselves and pray. That's a collective thing. You can stay home today and there are people believe that, well, I believe that the church is in me. I believe that if I read together and I do Bible study, but the God, God also says, forsake not the assembly of yourselves together. There are certain things that our God is only going to do in a congregate of believers. So you can get rid of that long ranger mentality, think that you're going to get into the kingdom and you're going to tear down devils by yourself. You're going to get your head with knots all on it. You're going to find yourself in a ditch. You're going to find yourself worn out. And the devil's going to be having his way with you when you try to do it alone. Tell somebody, I need agreement. Jesus even needed his disciples. He, and, and as crazy as it seemed, he needed Judas. Because see, Peter and John loved him too much to betray, to betray him. You have to understand, Jesus' purpose, why he did all these great things, he healed the blind, he raised the dead, he did all those things. His true purpose was get to get to the cross. And he knew that Peter loved him too much. Even though he denied him later, he would never have betrayed him. John loved him too much. All those other disciples loved him too much. But y'all remember when a lady was breaking open the alabaster box? And Judah said, why is she wasting all that? See, you, that, was, that, that was a foreshadowing of how much he loved money. 
Judas betrayed Jesus for a bag full of silver. So even Jesus needed the agreement of a betrayer to serve his purpose, to get him to glory. So don't be mad with people when they turn backs on you. God, God holds the heart of the king in his hand. And with that hand, he can soften hearts and he can harden hearts. But I want you to know that he will use it to get you where you need to go. You know why? Because all things work together. The disappointment, tell somebody, it was working together. The lies and the betrayal, when they scandalized my name, when they told lies, you know it was a lie. And God said, don't you say a thing. Don't you defend. You can outlive a lie. You can, at the end of the day, truth is going to be said. Say, God, I want to get him. God, I want to retaliate. God said, hold your peace and let me fight your battle. Just know that all things are working together for the God of man who loved the Lord. Anybody love him in this place? Who are called according to his purpose. So don't be mad at the ones that turn their back on you. God's going to get you to the place where you're going to be able to bless him one day. That if it wasn't for the fact that you left me, if it wasn't for the fact that you turned your back on me, if it wasn't for the fact that you lied on me, I wouldn't be as tough as I was. Oh, oh. Paul said, I buffet myself. To buffet yourself mean that I put myself through torture because there is a battle. The best boxer in the world will go through sparring. He will, he will let people throw a medicine ball at, at, at his chest. He will endure suffrage. He will do a thousand sit-ups a day and a thousand push-ups a day. He will, put, he will bring his body to the edge of torture to fight 12 rounds. I'm buffeting myself. I'm preparing myself for blows that I don't know what I'm going to take. And sometimes God has taken us through the crucible. And I don't know why God has me here. God has taken us through fiery trial to toughen us up. Because where I'm taking you, you're going to have to have tough skin. Where I'm taking you, you're going to have to learn to walk this walk alone. Somebody say, God, thank you for the trial. God said, first, I need you to have external agreement. That some things God is only going to do in a corporate atmosphere. Some things God is only going to do corporately. That's the reason God has us in this mode of having cluster groups and I know it may be an inconvenience and it may be breaking your stride and your and, and your Tuesday nights and maybe breaking up your weekend but how, 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 how far has doing this thing on your own gotten you 
You tell me if it's working out fine for you. Strong J, Strong J, I'm happy for you. They went over some people's head. But there are some things God is only going to pour out when you agree with somebody outside of yourself. That's what the day of Pentecost was. It was God's response to agreement. You got to understand that Jesus told over 450 people, I think 540 if I'm exact, to go to the upper room and wait. But only about 100 and about 80 was there on the day of Pentecost. Meaning that some people got bored with waiting. That some people say, now when is God, I know Jesus raised from the dead and all, but when he say he coming? When he say that, that the helper is coming? It don't take all this. Y'all ever heard that? You know, that's what they say about us. Y'all do too much over there. But I'm going to show you in a minute what doing too much will get you. How many of y'all want to see God in a new way? Well, if you want to see God move in a new way, you got to do a new thing. You got to have a new pursuit. You got to, do a, you got to have a new hunger. You got to have a new level of connectedness and a new level of agreement. Touch yourself, tell somebody, tell somebody I, I agree with you. That some things are only going to be done in a corporate atmosphere. But this is the thing I want to share with you before we leave. But God said, we come together and we have opportunities all the time, every week. And every time we gather together, whether it's in small groups or whatever, we have opportunity to agreement. He said, but the reason it's not working, and he said, when there is perfect agreement, I show up and miracles happen. I want you to hear me. There have been times where God has came in this room this year. Well, we had been in perfect agreement. And when God walked in the room, he responded to it. Y'all remember? When that young lady he got healed and no longer is walking with a cane. Still ain't walking with a cane. Y'all remember y'all, y'all that trapped me over to Greensboro? It wasn't, it wasn't anything about pastor. It's that we were in perfect alignment. And God said, when I see perfect agreement, I show up. And the miraculous happens. Anybody would like to see God do the miraculous? Well, God said, the, 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 you got to understand the miracle that happened, that the church was born in one day. And in that one day, 3,000 were added to the church in one day. Tell somebody, that's a miracle. And they were so unified. They were so much in agreement. That disciples' shadows started healing people. That they started doing the same things that Jesus did because they were walking around in agreement. I'm telling you, people of God, that the next level to God blowing your mind is not what you do alone. It's what you do in agreement. The next level of God revolutionizing your life, yes, you need to spend private time. Yes, you need to do private study. Yes, you need to lay before God for yourself so he can show you yourself and he can give you secrets. But you also need to bring what God has given, what God has put inside you, and you need to come into agreement with something larger than yourself so that the body benefits. Somebody say agreement. 
But God said, the reason that we see sporadic bursts of the miraculous is because we are not in internal agreement. I want you to listen to me closely. I'm going to try to teach this principle real quick. Somebody say internal agreement. God said they don't agree within themselves. And so if I'm in conflict with myself, how can I ever agree with you? Is this making sense to anybody? That's the reason sometimes we got to sing and worship for 45 minutes to an hour to get us in agreement. But y'all don't understand, we ain't doing it just to be doing it. We're trying to get the atmosphere right so that God can do what he, what he, what he, he, he intends to do. But if you came in, oh God, I thank you. I just saw a vision of it. But if you got excited on your way to church and say, God, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know. And by the time you hit this parking lot and if you bring your expectation and if you bring God, you're going to do miracles today. I don't care what's going on in my life, but God, you're going to do God. I expect you to move. I, God said, I know that God, I know the devil's been fighting me all week because there is something in store that you have for me. If you bring that kind of expectancy, if you can, if you bring that kind of hunger, and you bring yours, and you bring yours, and you bring yours, and you bring yours, by the time we get in here before they start, before they start singing a song, healing can burst out in the room. That's why we tell you lift your hands because we're trying to get you in a place of agreement. My hands get tired, my legs. Well, if Beyonce was up here, you staying the whole time. And brag about it, girl, it was staying in the room only. I done stood in line for an iPhone. So why can't I stand for God? Steve Jobs ain't never did anything gonna say, now I like, I like an Apple product, I'm, I'm an Apple head. But Steve Jobs is not my savior. Steve, I can't call on Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was a Buddhist, and unless he changes confession, he's lifting his eyes up in hell right now. But I could call on Jesus. He's worth lifting my hands for. He's worth standing up until I'm tired. He's worth waking up on Monday morning tired. He's worth laying before. He's worth it. And if you say I'm doing too much, then I'll be a part of the doing too much. But I want to see God in his fullness. And all I need is somebody to agree with me. that I want him so bad. I want to see him do what he promised. Anybody want to see him do what he promised? I know I got streets of gold waiting on me. I know I got a healed body waiting on me. But let the word God has said, let it be done in earth as it is in heaven. You can bring heaven down to earth can be lusting to get there when God said you can have it here. Oh, God. Tell somebody, I want it here. 
I want heaven on earth. But it requires me to be in agreement. These three things I'm going to leave with you. I'm going to have some people up here to give, just give me, give me a, a little bit. And Sister Sierra, please don't get too far. I need you in a minute, okay? Tell somebody God has done something special. God said internal agreement. Somebody say internal agreement. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 119 and 11. It says this. I want you to read past what it says. And I want you to see another, another level deeper. It says, thy word have I hid in my heart so that I may not sin against thee. That's what David said. It says, thy word, somebody say word, have I hid in my heart. Somebody say heart. That I may not sin. Somebody say sin. We're not going to focus on the sin so much because sometimes we're so sin conscious, that's how we end up falling into it. See, see, Paul said the thing that I fear the most, it came upon me. Somebody, we, we could be so scared we're going to fall. The devil blindsides us and we end up falling anyway. God said, I want you to be conscious of your righteousness. This is good teaching, y'all. Not your sinful nature, but your righteous nature that I've already transformed you into. Somebody say, I am righteous. Because his blood has made me righteous. I didn't come to teach about that. But, but what God is, what I want, but I want you to focus on three things. Somebody say the word, my heart, and my actions. What David was saying is, I am proactively and preemptively hiding the word of God in my heart. The heart is the chamber. See, the word of God says, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows what, y'all? Y'all know your word, don't you? The issues of life. So if, if, if issues of life flow out of my heart, it would behoove you to deposit the word in your heart. To clean and to sanctify and to dis, oh God, to disinfect what is in your heart. For out of it's going to flow. The, your, 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 the, the, the direction and the fulfillment and the manifestation of your life is coming out of you. It's not happening to you. Oh God, this is good teaching. It's not happening to you. Your life is coming out of your heart. What is your heart? Your mind. Your will. And your emotions. Somebody say your heart. It's comprised of, come on, say it's comprised of, y'all might be learning words today, say comprised of, <laughs> your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's your heart. Brother Wax, come up here for a second, sir. Brother William, we call him Brother Wax, but bro bro Brother William... He represents the heart. Somebody say heart. Sister Deshauna, come up here for me. I'm gonna need somebody else. Boxy, come up here. Y'all put your hands for Boxy. That girl stepped up like a lion. I know she's about to prophesy. What? That girl in Say, girl, you got that Jones in you, girl. Get it. Somebody say heart. 
Heart is comprised of your mind, your will. Come on up here, Sister Jenny. You're going to be emotions. Come on up here. Come on, Lika. Your heart, I'm not talking about your blood pump. I'm talking about your mind, your will, and your emotions. Sister Carlotta, come up here for me, if you will. Y'all put your hands together for Sister Carlotta. She is our discipleship coordinator. Anybody want to learn more about God? She's holding discipleship classes. If you want to know about it, let, if you want to, if you want to know, tell somebody discipleship is a process. It's a lifelong learning. We are lifelong learners. Nobody has arrived. We are, we are lifelong disciples until we go to heaven. If you want to learn more about God, I don't care if you're newly saved or you've been saved 50 years, there is something else you can learn. I want you to get in contact with her. She's going to represent the word. According to the scripture, thy word have I hid. Not in my blood pump, but in my mind, my will, in my emotions, so that it affects my actions. It's not about sin. I'm hiding the word in my mind, my will, and my emotions, so it affects my actions. Sin is a commission of an action that is against God's will. But God said, I don't need you to be conscious of the sin. I need you to be conscious of the word. And when you get the word in your heart, when it's made of your mind, your will, and your emotions, then it affects your actions. And we're wondering why we can never get over the hump. When we wonder why we can never have a disciplined life. When we know we wonder why we can't stop fornicating. And we wonder why we can't stop smoking weed. And we wonder why we can't leave that dude alone. And we wonder because you have not heard the word in your heart. You've been trying to do the actions. Sister Dina, come up here. You're gonna be actions. You're gonna have you try, see this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to walk this walk. We're trying to act this thing out. We're trying to be we're trying to be active. We are committing actions and we not have we have bypassed the word and we're trying to either we got the word, we put it in our head, but we didn't meditate on that word day and night until it got into our will and our emotions. Ah. See, some of us, we doing good. Oh, I got the devil under my feet until something gets you emotional. And we forget everything that God has told us. We forget everything that we've learned. So wait a minute, wasn't you under the same teacher? Didn't I see you falling the floor? Didn't I see you waving your hand? God, I believe the minute that the devil turns up the heat, we forget everything that God has told us. Could it be that you didn't dwell on the word enough until it got in your heart? Maybe it got in one chamber of your heart. Maybe, maybe it's in your mind. You know it. We got a lot of knowledge, but wisdom is knowledge applied. See, we live in the information age. We got a whole, you can go on Google and learn anything you want to. We, we know a lot, but we don't have a lot of wisdom. Because we haven't let it seep into our mind, our will, and our emotions. It said, therefore, our actions are not pleasing to him. 
Is this blessing anybody in this place? If you take this in, it will give you victory in every area of your life. That's the reason you need to be at church every time you can. That's the reason you need to join a cluster group. So that you can hear that I, I used to be in the same place, but I overcame like this. We overcome by our testimony and the blood of the lamb. Not just the blood of the lamb, but our blood of the lamb and the testimony. I can't hear the testimony unless I'm connected to a brother or sister. And then we come into agreement. Now I want all of y'all to stand behind brother, brother Wax right now. I want you to come up here, Sister Scarlotta, and link up. The word in your heart gets in your mind, your will, and your emotions. And come on up here, Sister Dana, which then affects your actions. This is the model by which we're going to have victory. And that's the reason we're not in agreement with ourselves. So how can I get in agreement with another brother or sister when they are not modeled like this? Is this blessing anybody in this place? What I want you to read, uh, uh, this one last scripture I want to give you, and then we're going to get out of here. It says in Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter, the 11th verse says this. It says, again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm by himself? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two can withstand him. And a threefold, somebody say threefold. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. Lady Tiff, come up here for a second. Y'all understand that this, this is not several individual people. This is the model by which we all should build this team within ourselves. Tell somebody, you need this. Your heart, all of the issues of life are going to flow out of it. But we need the word. We need to agree with the word in our hearts so that it affects our actions. And when you get it together through your mind, your will, and your emotions, then you are ready to agree with another brother or sister. So I want all of y'all to get behind Brother Wax. Come up here, baby. We're going to pretend that she has it all together. Y'all see the model of Brother Wax? She has the same model. That if you purpose in your mind that I'm going to have the word. What is the word? In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. Anybody know your Bible? And the word was with God. And the word became flesh in the manifestation of Jesus. 
that when we have the word backing her up and it's in her heart and it's in her mind and it is her will and it is in her emotions then it affects her actions that when she has it all together and she links up with another brother now God said I see completion there is no short circuits and see that's what happens we might be going through one thing we might be going through another and we let it short circuit our connectivity and we can't come into full agreement because I got the word in my heart my mind, my will and my emotions but I just got it in my heart but I can get emotional sometimes and girl you know I just got one of them tempers well you need to submit your temper to the blood of Jesus and God clean me up because my emotions are getting the best of me and it is robbing the full benefit of the word in my life. Sister Juanita, come on up here. Sister Juanita said, see the word of God says, one person, you can't keep going by yourself. Two might be able to withstand an enemy. But if I got one brother that's got it all together in his mind, his will, his emotions through the word of God and his actions are exemplary of it. And if I got another sister who's got it together in her mind, her will, her emotions and it, 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 it is manifesting of her actions. Suppose we get one more person where two or three gather together and they let the word get in their mind the will their emotions according to the will of God and we're walking in accordance to God's word anything you ask in my name when you touch and agree there is nothing I want you to stay to your feet right now. I don't want you to hold hands with your neighbor. I want everybody touching somebody. God said that these are the days of miracles because this is the day of agreement. I want you to hear me closely. That these are the days of miracles. Not because God, not because something I'm doing, but I'm only going to respond to your agreement. Tell somebody, agreement is the key. Now tell somebody, I need you to get it together. Come on, come on, come on. Tell them, I need you to get it together. See, we've been, trying to agree, we've been trying to agree with each other, but we ain't got it all together. I ain't saying that we're perfect because we are always working out our soul salvation. But tell somebody, I need you to get it together because I'm connected to you. Come on, come on, come on. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Get it together. I don't know whether it's in your mind. I don't know if it's in your will. I don't know whether it's in your emotions. I don't know if you lazy and you only crack open your Bible on Sundays. But whatever it is, tell them I need you to get it together. 
Whatever you're deficient in, I need you to step it up. You know why? Because I'm only going to be as strong collectively as you are individually. Oh, God. You got to understand that on the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, they were in one place on one accord, meaning everybody was focused on the same thing. They knew their purpose. They knew their role. They had a mission. They had a hunger. And the Holy Ghost came into the earth in response to their agreement. But we've been in disagreement with even internally within our own self. Is this speaking to anybody in this place? Anybody have ever had internal conflict? That your mind is, is, is at war with your will. Your will is at, is, at, is at war with the word of God. God, I know your word says this, but I, I, I can't comprehend it. Lord, I understand it, but my will wants to do this. There is no good thing that dwells in this flesh. The flesh is always going to be born against the spirit. But God said we got to bring our flesh kicking and screaming under the subjection. Is it? God, this is good teaching today. My goodness. If your flesh is the problem, God said, put it under the word. If it's your mind, God said, put it under the word. We've been trying to take the, take the advice of Ian Levon Zahn. We've been watching the Breakfast Club every morning, hear what they got to say. We've been skipping everybody. But the word of God. That word is a lamp to my feet. It's a light into my path. Tell somebody, I need you to get it together. Tell somebody, you could be holding up a miracle for me. There are some things that God is only going to do collectively. That's the reason we gather together. That's the reason we, we get together to get into agreement. But if you are not in agreement with yourself, tell somebody, get, get, tell somebody, get in agreement with yourself. Get it together. One of y'all make a decision who's going to rule it. Me, myself, and I. One of y'all three, get it together. Have a conference call with yourself. Make a decision that we either in this thing or we out of this thing. Because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And God can't use an unstable person. I want you to listen, continue to hold the hands, tell somebody, I'm in agreement with you. And tell them, I'm going to get it together. Because I want to see miracles. Anybody want to see God do something miraculous? Listen, I want you to turn your attention to the screen. It's only about two minutes of your time, but it's going to stir your faith of what God did in this place in a miracle that happened to one of our sisters. It's Sister Sierra. Sister Sierra, come on up here. Y'all put your hands together for Sister Sierra Stevens. And I know y'all, we're going late, but I'm telling you, it's going to bless your spirit. Tell somebody, don't leave. Don't leave, don't leave. God's going to bless your spirit. No, y'all stay on up here. Sister Sierra, you get ready to see her testimony. But God did something significant in her. And I don't know how many weeks ago. But she came up to me last week and she told me, she said, Pastor Tony, I want to tell you. I don't know what it is, but it was one week when we were in agreement. Somebody say agreement. 
there was, it was one week in particular that we were in agreement and God was moving through a word of knowledge. And how many of you know that when we get in agreement, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit begin to flow in operation? And God said specifically, I forgot about it because when I say it, it's up to God to perform it. And I forget what it is. He said, one day, it was after you prayed for a young man's shoulder and God healed his shoulder. Y'all remember that day? I don't know. I don't remember. It was one Sunday a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago. He, God, she said, God said to you specifically that God is healing somebody's thyroid. Y'all remember that? Well, I want you to watch the screens. Y'all go ahead and play the video. Y'all continue to hold hands. Come on. Come on. Stay in faith. Come on. Stay standing. Hi, my name is Sierra Stevens, and in March of 2015, I was diagnosed with breast disease. Breast disease is a hypothyroidism um, where you will dress blue, lose weight, and it is very deadly. It can be very serious. Um, when I was diagnosed, I was very fearful. Um, I began to cry, and I usually began to pray that God healed my body because as I researched before I even went to see my endocrinologist, the first thing was surgery and who wants to go for their life. Um, so I continuously to pray. I went to see my endocrinologist and he dressed, you know, he gave me all these things that I needed to do. Lose weight, um, cut back on my sugar, I was borderline diabetic, these things that will help. Um, I instantly began to do the things that I need to do. Um, but most of all, I continue to pray, um, just pray for healing. Um, I, I began to speak those words his, by his stripes, I am healed. And I continue to pray over my health and over the other things that will play an effect of my healing. On May 24th, 2018, I attended the doctor and the doctor um, gave me the great news that my breast disease was in complete remission. I no longer had to take medication and I am in the clearance of grave disease. I will have to go to the doctor for blood work, but that is it. My grave disease is now in complete remission. By his choice, I am healed. Come on, somebody lift your hands. Somebody lift your hands. God will perform miracles. Come on, somebody give God glory in this place. I'm telling you, of red proof in your life. She, y'all don't understand. She said she had Graves' disease, which is known to be incurable. But the doctor said that you are in complete remission. That he sees no signs. Graves' disease is a disease of the thyroid. Do you understand that when we get in agreement, when we get in agreement, God shows up and miracles Begin to break forth. Tell somebody this could be your day. This could be your day. This could be your day. I don't know what you stand in need of. I don't know what you need of. But if you just get in agreement, link up with somebody. Tell somebody get in agreement with me. Come on, link up. Link up. Link up. Link up with them. Link up with them. Tell them get in agreement with me. Get your faith in alignment. My miracle is dependent on it. Mouth that my way being made independent on you. Come on, link up with somebody. Everybody touches somebody. Everybody touches somebody. Tell somebody, agree with me. Agree with me. 
I agree with you for the best that God has for you. I agree with you that signs, wonders, and miracles begin to break forth in your life. I agree with you that no good thing that you will never be broke again another day in your life. I agree with you that God is releasing the years of unanswered prayer are about to be broken. Come on, tell somebody, I agree with you. I agree with you that miracles, signs, and wonders begin to break forth all over your house, all over. Thank you, Lord, for miracles, signs, and wonders as we agree, as we agree, as we agree. Let your pride down and begin to agree. Let your, let your preferences down and begin to agree. We can't, we don't have to agree on everything. All we got to do is spend what we do agree on and go after it. I want him more than I want to be right. I want him more than I want the house. I want him more than I want the car. I want him more than I want the corner office. Want him? Come on, say somebody. Tell him agree with me. Agree with me. The key is agreement, people of God. Get in agreement with yourself. And when you get in agreement with yourself, bring your agreement with my agreement. One can chase a thousand. Two can chase ten thousand. Three can chase a hundred thousand. Oh my God, fuck and chase a million. Come on, hug that nigga beside him. Tell him, agree with me. Tell him, get it together. Get it together first. And agree with me. Come on, somebody lift those hands up in this atmosphere. God, we agree first with your word. God, we agree with what you say about the matter. We agree. We agree. We agree. And anybody who can agree with us, you can't walk together unless you have permission to walk away. I ain't talking about divorcing your husband. I told about walk away from those who are, de are determined that I don't want to do no better. That I don't want God to say, I love you, but I got to go. I love you a lot, but I got to go. I got to go. God is calling me, and if you can't get in agreement with God's word, you can't be in agreement with me. Somebody lift your hands about what God is about to do through agreement that we have entered into a season of miracles, all because we have entered into agreement. God is responding to agreement. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 1030 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.